Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. I'm back and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass. That's how it's done. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to Rob and Slim Interviews with Rob. Sports, am I right? And Slim. What about politics? Internet Radio's Finest. Rob and Slim Show. And gentlemen. Dan. Dan Alexander. How's it going, my dude? Hey, always an honor. Glad we get to go one more round together. Right? Yeah, this is our second to last show, dude. So, uh, Well, I, I absolutely respect you guys making the decision to wrap up. And yeah. I'm just happy to have been a part of it the last couple of years. Awesome to have you, have you a part of it, dude. How have you been? Good, good. Much good. You guys all right? Yeah. As good as it gets in this post-apocalyptic covid world <laughs> Post, uh, post-apocalyptic current apocalyptic time travel yeah like you forget sometimes yeah but you don't forget like there's always daily reminders there's and a, like, yeah. Oh, yeah and a celebrity divorce a celebrity divorce to distract you from from everything else uh, have you been oh, writing well, a lot dan uh i'm still putting out a few things here and there and get a few things back when that, that aren't taken and that's okay like, it's totally fine like i I spend a bit of time, and I think I've addressed this with you guys before, I spend a bit of time educating people who are just getting into the business or in the trade, like, hey, look, take a rejection slip as a badge of honor, because it means someone read something. Yeah. They gave a so, shit enough to tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> that's just it. Yes. It's, a, it's, a, it's the polite, uh, it's the form, go fuck, it's the form letter, go fuck yourself. So but are there... Not, but again, it's not always the case, so like, I've gone from getting form letters to getting specific personal comments as it were oh so so then and which is which is always better. cool yeah but uh, i saved all of them i was gonna ask do you get ghosted too is that a thing that or, happens it, well yeah like i feel like at least you got a rejection instead of getting ghosted you should put out oh. a book of just rejections that would be pretty oh, fucking cool that actually would be cool to share because i have i still have a couple of handwritten ones that were mailed to me from back <sighs> when i started out or like a preface to a book too, like maybe yeah. just throw, throw some of the or at the end an end note or something like That's that. That's actually a really good idea because you could just like even like print print off emails because now of course everything's email. Mm. And a few yeah. things are mailed, but I, I I keep a folder under one of my writing folders. It's just all rejections. I saved every single one of them. That's good. That's like yep. motivation too. I feel it's just the same as getting an acceptance, and it's all in the same folder. Nice. Go, okay, that that's that shit, that shit, that shit. Oh, that's not shit, you know. <laughs> so that was that kind of kind of thing. So I, I am working on some stuff into September just for my own website, just more of the music history stuff. Say, like, hey, this album is however many years old. Let's have a look at it because I, I love doing that stuff. Something will come to me, and a friend will be like, hey, you know, this record is so many years old this year. Oh yeah, well I'm gonna go back and listen to it. <laughs> and I've decided, I think. 
just for fun. I didn't know there was a, a vinyl challenge going on for the month of May. Um, people were posting. There was a challenge for every day of the week, and I, I love records. It's one of the you know, only things I really collect, but I don't have like a whole wall of them because I don't need a wall of records. And people are going on and talking about them. I thought, yeah, that'd actually be kind of cool. It'd be interesting. So I might do that either through YouTube or just through my Twitter feed. Cool. That's cool. And it's yeah, been, when time permits. I, I heard you say you have a 10 anniversary, 10 year anniversary of your first book. Yes. Yeah. Planned on Parenthood, uh, book about not having kids and other pro choice topics. Yeah. 10 September is the 10 year anniversary, which is a bit loony to me because I, I did recently go back and read the whole thing again and wrote up something which will go live in July and then it'll all bump it in September when the anniversary comes around. Like, so I'm reading this thing, which I don't like to go back and read a lot of my long projects again, like necessarily, but this one, I think, wow, okay. So I sort of looked at it with a fresher perspective and said, okay, what would I change? And what's evolved since then? I mean, a lot of shit's changed in the last decade. Even the past few days over here, I I feel like you could do a whole new, like, uh, uh, revise on Roe versus Wade getting, what do you feel about that being reversed? Like what, what is that? Uh, awful you know that's i just there's no other way to put it it's just awful even if you're not for it women are going to do it and if they do it in unsafe ways that's 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 bad yeah like why would it, it's just yeah it's just bad like i haven't tuned in much to it to be frank it just it's like i'll get the gist of it and it's like well it's just horrible yeah i don't i don't so know you just kind of you just shake your head and throw your arms up in the air and then but i i mean i know i, I can say i'm in good company with all of my american friends because we all feel the same way. So, I mean, I like to think that means I've, I've chosen good company. I feel like well, it's going to come down to two. Like, you're going to have to go state to state. It's going to end up relying on what state you're in, if it's a Republican state or Democratic state. Yep. Yeah, maybe that sounds that sounds like a, that may be what happens. But, you know, hey, my heart breaks. What can I say? It's weird. You know? It's weird. Though. Yeah, like, how can you be like, okay, that was the law we established, and now we're gonna just going to... That was wrong. That was wrong. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of grateful I've tuned out a lot of the uh, news lately. Even <laughs> even some some of the news here, like Canadian news, I've tuned out a lot of it. If I'm at the gym, I'll I'll just be like five TVs have sports headlines and one has the news. So I'll be like, oh, what sports? Okay, what's going on? Right? <laughs> and okay, sure, all right. So and with uh, I have a I have a hockey team in the playoffs, and okay, make sure you know, they get to see what happened because I don't even. Never stay up late to watch games. Just like oh, go to sleep, yeah. go to sleep, and, ho- and wake up hoping Toronto won. So. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even followed, uh, and it's all over the place. The Johnny Depp divorce. I, I just, I don't know. I have a few friends that are just so into it. I'm like, I, I don't even know. I don't even give a shit. Yeah, I, I again, that's another thing. Like with what's happened in the, the courts and stuff. I just, I hear about it. It's like, hey, you know about Johnny Depp? And I'm like, yeah, he's he's a good actor. Okay. He he might have put cigarettes out on a on a a wife or or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, But he was great as that uh was serial killer in Secret Window, and he was a drunk pirate. Yeah, 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 drunk pirate was a cool thing. Drunk pirate, kids like Uh, that. Serial killer. uh, (laughs) It's like yeah, like that's what it's. Have have you seen any of that? And I'd be like, what? Oh, you mean like a new movie he's been in? Like I totally don't know, right? (laughs) So I you know then it's let's turn this into a movie, but. Yeah, the that crybaby was a real piece of shit, wasn't it? Okay, yeah. the Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh, that's fucking fantastic. Right. Yeah, some of that I tried, just tried to turn it into a movie discussion. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, that window oh, one was cool. Now. 
I, I do like to see. And then we was the cocaine uh, cocaine dealer blow. Yes, yes, that yeah, was good. Was, yeah, Pee Wee Herman made an appearance in that. That to me <laughs> yes. is the funniest shit. Yeah. Yeah. Was was he in Fear and Loathing? I was just gonna say Fear, Fear and Loathing, Loathing too, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, that one I didn't see. It was a good I think one. I, I saw a little bit of it. I, I don't know if I've seen the whole thing, but yeah, yeah no, that one I haven't seen. But and I, I do like to go back and watch some old films and uh, classic stuff. What I'm doing now is I'm watching because I'm I'm trying my damnedest to learn French. Um, uh, I'm going back and watching some of my favorite films with French audio on, and then have the English subtitles at the bottom, and then my third go around will be just the French audio and try to match it up. Je m'appelle Robert. That's what I always say. <laughs> I mean, huh? Bilingual, bilingual country. My brother was bilingual, but you know he was also naturally a genius, and I and I really wanted to just have that extra skill, right? Well, so. uh, that that brings me to a question. Do you Ooh. know? Do you know your slang? You might be good at regular languages, Dan, but I have a, a game here. Uh, it's a slang guessing game. It's it's Generation oh. Z slang words. Oh, okay. Ooh, I'm, Generation I'm Z. What is Generation Z? Is that that that's, my generation? No, that's uh, that's the Zoomers. That's the uh, that's the uh, the new ones. Okay, the, the, the millennials. Okay. That's the newest ones. So this is millennial okay. slang. Oh, I, I'm up for that. So what what happens after Gen Z? After Z, though, do you think it'll be like AA? We're gonna start doubling up the Ooh, letters. Ooh, like next... that's a good idea. I was thinking just yeah, like yeah. adding like uh, like it'd be zebra next, and then Zyla Zebraska. Yeah, or like Zabroni. What other Z words are there? Right. Or Zero. I, or why don't we just take like another mythology? Like they name like tornadoes and stuff Ooh. out of like Greek gods. So we can take oh, like, like yeah. Generation Minotaur. Yeah, I like that. Creatures, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I like that. Generation like uh, Frankenstein. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> well, you know, I hope to stay in touch with you guys. And we can at least have this discussion by email once that <laughs> discussion comes up again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll have to be like, look, 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 look. We were so wrong. We were so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, all right. Cool. I'm going to give a, a word or a phrase, uh, Dan. And you're going to guess. And then Slim's going to guess. And whoever has most points wins. All right. What's the prize? Um, just the, the the bragging rights. Just yeah, if bragging. you want, I'll like sign some random object and to you and send it to you. Slim's never won in mm-hmm. a, a competition ever on this oh, show. Oh, so. oh, oh, I am up for it. I'd like, uh, send me a box of staples or something. Oh, yeah. Or like, I got an empty beer can here. I'll just sign it and send it to you. Yeah. Well, that, I'm honored. Okay, yeah, I'm in. Okay, now now it's serious. Okay. <laughs> All right, Dan. All right, this phrase, Dan, is secure the bag. Do you know what secure the bag means? <laughs> Um, I, I don't, but my first guess would be is, you know, uh, for someone's about to get a vasectomy, like make sure it's in place. So Ooh, no that's a in. good one, but it's, okay. it's a, it's a buzzer. Let's see if Slim knows. Cause he's, he's, he's played this game before, but he's know, also but really never, stupid and I drunk a lot of times. remember anything. So Slim, what does, what does secure the bag mean? Secure the bag is, uh, uh, like secure that bag, like get it done. Right? No. Almost, like but nah. Yeah, it's, it's get, it's get what you want. Get what you want. All right. Get it oh, done. Yeah, I'm gonna try saying that next time and just see if I don't get threatened with. <laughs> hey, we know. I put the other what? game back in the envelope too. I don't oh. know. That. <laughs> yeah, we can. We might be able to go that. But this, all right, this word, Dan, is guap. G U A P. What does guap mean? I thought that was a Cardi B song. Ooh, it might be, but it's, it's not the answer. It's not uh, like. <laughs> 
Oh wait, that was not the buzzer. Is that a Cardi B song? <laughs> that wasn't a Cardi B song either. Uh, but it, it, the word is guap. Guap. What, Slim, do you know? I don't fucking remember any of these. <laughs> <laughs> it's money. Oh, wait. it's money. Uh, yeah, yeah, I paid the guap. Oh man. All right, Dan. No, tur- yeah. This word is bussin. B u s s i n. Bussin. Uh, I'm going to clean off a bunch of tables really quickly. I'm busting. Ooh, that's good, but no cigar. <laughs> Slim, what is busting? I got this mean? one. Busting is like excellent, like d- amazing. Like, All right, yeah. Like, yeah. Good, delicious. So Slim got All a right. point. Here we go. All right, Dan. Uh, this word is bet. Bet. B-E-T? Like... Yep. Like bet. Huh. You bet. It's sort of like just, you know, you're taking out the U and saving some air. Yeah, it bet. means yes or word. Ooh, we're tied. Oh, so we got right, one right. to one right now. All right, this word, Dan, is drip. What does drip mean? Oh. Huh. Uh, a result of, you know, if you have frequent urinary problems and it's just constant <laughs> or... It makes sense, but it's it's not right. Uh, uh, Slim, do you know what drip means? You're right. I am stupid and drunk. I don't remember any of this shit. Trip is... Uh... <laughs> okay. It's swag. Oh, it's... Or, or I was thinking, like, maybe an STD would be a good guess, but yeah. All right. So, so like, he... Okay, so, like, what clothing wearing? Like, okay, it's good drip. Yeah, you got that you drip. Got, you got that drip going drip. on. Okay. You got the and drip. you got good drip going. Charisma, something like yeah. that. Yeah. All right, this word is chuggy. C-H-E-U-G-Y. Chuggy. Oh. Wow, I couldn't even speculate a... Uh, couldn't <laughs> remotely speculate. Who says this shit? Me too. <laughs> Me too. Wow. <laughs> Slim, do you know what chuggy is? Chuggy is it like rank, like, uh, like, like uh, gross? No, that's, that's not a bad guess, but... It means not trendy, not uh, right. not it's popular. Chuggy. It's chuggy. Oh, okay. Okay, so, yeah, well, I can easily identify with that then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all on that boat. Yeah, I wasn't uh, chuggy in high school. <laughs> You're being chuggy there, Slim. All right, this this phrase has uh, two, two ways you could say it. You could say no kizzy or no cap. No kizzy or no cap. Huh. Uh oh, uh baldness? Ooh. No. <laughs> what about you, Slim? No cap or no no kizzy is just like saying like I'm not being aggressive and just, you know, no cap in this. Oh, okay. it, it means It means the truth. It means the truth. Like no I, cap. Yeah, I'm it should be what truth, it, it should bro. be what I said though. Mm. Mine makes more I, sense. I, I actually thought you were right. <laughs> That's what it should mean. That's what it means in like internet terms, right? You know, when you're uh, capped, you're like angry, right. right? All right, it's tied up right now. Uh, here's the next word. Uh, All right, it's Dan. It's the the word is clapback. What does clapback mean? Okay, I feel like I've heard and seen this before. Like somebody who uh, is on the receiving end of a insult or comment and someone is clapping back saying hey yeah yeah like a comeback i feel like i've seen yeah like this this is my clap back i'm gonna yeah a response yep good one dan you're in the lead you got two to one right here and I'm uh honored. this word dan is snack oh see i've heard that reference to reference to in in the drug trade 
Uh, not that I don't take drugs, obviously, but um, I've heard people refer to that as like taking a small hit of something, a snack. It's a great response. It's a great idea because I remember back in the day, I'd be like, yo, I got some snacks and that's what yeah. I mean. But yeah, no, that's not what it means to these Gen Z little guys. What is? What do you think snack means, Slim? A snack. Uh, is this something that's mm. like... Um, <laughs> I didn't even... It means an attractive person, like a hottie, like a, like a babe. Like, back of my mind, I thought, me off like, look at that goddamn it. snack over there. God damn. You're an I asshole, because I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking buzzed me before I did. Man. <laughs> All right, this word <laughs> is is finna. F-I-N-N-A. Finna. Uh, like, is it another... Uh, like... Fine, like that's thinner. Ooh, but no. He's fine, he's fine. No, that's not a bad uh, guess either, Dan. Thinner is that the word you said? Thinner. Finna. F-I-N-N-A. F-I-N-N-A. Like, uh, like accomplishment. Like we we succeeded. We finna that. Ooh, it's close, but <laughs> boom! It means I'm gonna. Gonna. It means I'm gonna, uh, and I feel like that one came from like uh, a typo. Because uh, the letters on the yeah. keyboard are like one over. Oh, yeah, you're right. So I think the no, person was like, yeah, yet. I'm finna bring over some pizza. And yeah. then it just like blew up from there. <laughs> All right, this Excuse one. Me. We got two more. We got two more in the game left. And right now it's 2-1. I'm a finna done. So this word, Dan, is woke. Woke. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I've seen and read this a lot. But I think it's like, um, yeah, well, I, I think right wing lunatics use it as a pejorative like saying that you know someone who they say they reference someone who's actually progressive and as someone who's quote-unquote woke yes i think that's how i've heard it okay. that's it politically correct uh politically aware means yeah. is what woke means okay oh man i got one left i got one left and it's three well. to one dan yeah, damn well. i'm gonna uh give this uh this i'm gonna make this five points Five points. So even <laughs> right. Slim has a chance. He has a slim I chance. Love it. I'm so all about fairness. This this word is e boy or e girl. What does that mean? Uh, oh, uh, someone who a person only speaks to online. It's a good good guess, but not correct. So Slim, do you know? Is this a new one that you added? Yes, this is a yeah, total e- new one. E boy or e girl? E boy or e girl? Um. E boy, you're my e boy. You're my e girl. You're my e girl. Sounds, just a, sounds just like it's a, gonna come up in a court yeah. case at some point. Just a, <laughs> I guess he kind of said that though already, right? I was gonna say just a friend online, but it's emo. It's an emo oh, boy or emo girl. Emo. That's what they call. Dan, you are the winner though. You won three one. Yeah, I'll send you an okay. empty beer can with my signature on it. I need Ooh. a marker. I don't even think you're allowed <laughs> to mail those by law. Can't mail empty. Flatten it. Yeah, it yeah, I'll crush it and put yeah. it in an envelope. Nobody will know. Well, that was fun. Ah, cool. <laughs> uh, what uh, what else is going on there, Dan? How's Nova Scotia? Oh, it's good. It's good. Nice weather, and you know, hey, it's not. There's been no snow on the ground for quite a long time, so. Beautiful here. That's like the one of the more southern points in Canada, right? It's like right, o- right over like Maine. Well, yeah, a little like Maine would be like your closest drive if you're if you're driving down. You go through New Brunswick and then like I forget it's like an eight hour drive. Like um, I'd only been through Maine once on the train, but I was quite young. So, uh, but I know a lot of people have gone there and at some point will visit there. So it's peaceful apparently. 
Yeah, it's a nice spot. Uh, I got grandparents and aunts and uncles up there. It's, it's nice. We used to go up there in the summer when I was younger. Yeah, we're yeah we're right like of course I'm just uh, you know in the Halifax area, so of course you know you're right near the ocean, but it's not far to get to the ocean no matter where you're at here, right? So, <laughs> but and where's Frankie? Frankie's in Cape Breton, and of course he's quite he's quite you know he can see it from his place too. Okay, so, so how far are you from where Frankie is? Yeah, about uh, four hour drive. Okay, four, four, wow. four and a half hours. I didn't think I didn't realize Nova Scotia was that large. It is, yeah, in a way, like you look at it on the map, and I mean, it is and it isn't. But you know, but where Frankie's at, I mean, all I mean, he's in, uh, you know, Sydney. But I mean, the, all of Cape Breton is amazing, especially the rural part of it, driving through the highlands and everything. Like that's just amazing, incredible scenery. Dan, I, I have a question because I'm I'm kind of curious and um, sure. So I I kind of glanced at an email you and Rob were having. I'm I'm you know eavesdropping a little here, and I saw you Fine. said. You said uh, maybe I can talk about animal rights. So is that like a thing you're into, or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh gee, I appreciate you touching on that. So yeah. of course, uh, that's a if I'm gonna, you know, be devoted to one particular cause. If it was only, it's always you know been the animal rights thing. Like, been uh, spouse and I have been vegan since 2018. Oh my god, I forget at the moment. I'm drawing a blank. So. You know, that's still something pretty passionate about. Well, Saturday night, actually, this past Saturday, we were up in my hometown in Glasgow, and we were at a local bar, and they were fundraising for a cat rescue deal. So we contributed some money, bid on some stuff on a silent auction. So in causes like that, I'm always, you know, we're always very passionate about still. Are there any animals, though, like snakes you don't like? <laughs> no, I don't mind. I don't mind any of them. Man. Like, I've come, it's it's incredible to think that even like a bathtub full of scorpions yeah it's like hey okay what am i gonna do how am i gonna get them out of the bathtub i mean they have rights but i don't want their rights to be to sting me to death as i'm (laughs) I'm bathing exactly and i I get that it's sort of a where do you draw the line yeah or that um, raccoon scratching around in my uh my wall it's it's keeping me up at night and creeping my family yeah speciesism is quite a thing you know i mean i can't get into it now because it would that'd be a whole other discussion but i mean that yeah. sort of came to me like when when I made the connection and decided to stop eating meat, fish, and dairy. Um, you know, my spouse and I stopped at the exact same, you know, right around the same time. And it was like once I made that connection, and and I mean no disrespect to anybody, you know, the listeners who were, you know, still, uh, you know, eating who were eating animals. But I mean, once you make that connection, I was like, wow, like it was just this whole grief period. Like, okay, mm-hmm. um, it just came down to me for me for me practicing what I preached. What about plants, though? Plants got, they got lives, too. Well, they do. Uh, but, uh, but are they sentient? No. Most conclus- most conclusions would say no. Well, we don't know that. They could be whispering to each other like, <laughs> you son of a bitch. You, I, 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 I'm going to kill you. Well, there is ample evidence to show, to show that um, depending on what you've consumed, certain strains of weed uh, might actually talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> So, so it was just an epiphany you came to uh, one day. It wasn't something that like you saw or happened that you really were like, "This isn't right." What's going on in the world right now? Spouse went down the rabbit hole with some stuff, and it. But it's always been an area. And, and when she said, when she said, "This is what we're doing," and or she said, "This is what I want to do." You don't have to, but I, I right, right away, I was like, "Yep, okay, we're doing this." I just know, so, like any friends of mine who have tried things like that or vegetarianism, they say they feel better. They have more energy. Yeah. Yeah. Cleaner. And that's, that's definitely where I come, where I, you know, 
that's part of it as well. That's a big part of it. It's not just about ethics, but health as well, for sure. Yeah. And they say you live longer and, and all the, the artery clogging and all that is God, is I hope better. so. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. You never know in this post-apocalyptic world, right? you got to do what you can. Yup. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. crazy times. Crazy times, Dan. Thank you, though, dude, for talking to us again. It's been a blast. Hey. It's been fun again, and I wish you guys the absolute best, and I hope we can stay in touch. Absolutely, man. Where can everybody find you? Uh, so, dannalexander.com, and on Twitter at writerdan, writer, D-A-N-N. It's all uh, low and saturated boredom, and hopefully you like it. And if you uh, don't like it, then lower your standards. Or send a rejection letter. Exactly. <laughs> rejection letter, better than ghosting. Yeah. Confirmed. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Take good care, guys. You too, my friend. We will definitely be in touch. Thank you. All the best. You too, Dan. All right. We'll be back. I don't have Spotify open, so I'll just go right here. Robin Slim Show. Hey, this is Lolly. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Lolly Tops, adult entertainer. how are you? Great. We're doing great. And uh, Miss Big Bust World. Yes, sir. That's here. I am. That's quite a title. Like, do you have to? Uh, do you have to hold it down? Do you have to compete at, like yearly for you, for it? Actually, yeah. Actually, so I competed at a contest for Miss Nude World for that, and it is uh, like a, one of the subcategories. So that you know, they have like the uh, uh, Miss Petite Nude World, Miss uh, Brunette, Miss Blonde. Uh, the one that I went for was Miss Bug. Uh, excuse me, Miss Big Bust. And do do you have different uh, uh, things you have to do for that? Yeah, so uh, it just depends on, like, the, you know, like, um, they have a set of judges, like, you know, 15, 20 judges um, per each night through the week that'll judge you on your shows uh, anywhere from, like, uh, your your costume to uh, your appearance to how you put on your show, your props. Oh. Uh, and then at the end of the week, uh, all those scores get tallied up and... Uh, usually the girl in the category, you know, that she's competing for, that's the uh, top number holder will uh, most likely win that title. It sounds like a lot of work. Like you're just saying it's a week long process. Like that's. It is a ton of work. Uh, Before you do a contest like that, well, Worlds, first of all, is a week long. So you're competing for six days. So, uh, and um, so like even to prepare for that, I think I was preparing to do worlds at that point for like probably three or four months ahead of time. Wow. Had you won the first time that you competed too, or did it take a few times? Um, actually, so what's weird about it is um, I actually have a ton of titles that I've had from the past. I used to do a bunch of pageants in the past as well from like 2004 through 2010. And then I had yeah, quit for a while. And then, uh, Worlds, uh, when I competed two years ago, was the first pageant that I had entered in, like, 10 years. Wow. Yeah. So, like, I came back and I won it. I was like, I was shocked. I was like, wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, if, if it's not too rude to ask, how big are they? Uh, 36 double D. Okay. Yeah, so so I'm normal size, uh, you know, for a woman, but I'm not. I'm four ten, and then I weigh a hundred pounds. So my waist is twenty one inches. My waist is twenty one inches. So I'm considered what is called is a top hourglass shape. Okay, how many pounds of that are the boobs? 
Uh, actually, they're only about two pounds each. Okay. So I everything didn't know. that was, yeah, everything that was in them was like kind of scraped out and replaced with the bag. Okay. And then they're saline. Ah, oh, so you got the weight advantage. <laughs> yeah, I do. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Lungs gonna fall over, yeah. <laughs> oh, and I, I, I came across you, Lolly, through a mutual friend, uh, Pervy the Clown. Yeah, for Jeremy Clown, he's awesome, isn't he? He's so awesome. He's so awesome. How did you guys I, yeah, connect? Yeah, I love talking to him. He's hilarious. <laughs> That's Yeah, he is awesome. How did you guys connect, and what do you do with Pervy? Um, actually, so uh, we connected through mutual friends. Uh, we were going to start uh, trying to put a show together to travel and do a comedy show live um, in clubs and stuff, but he's gotten a lot of offers lately, so uh, we kind of like put everything on hold, you know, and uh, he's kind of off running around doing his thing. And then I started kind of doing my own thing. I was invited to uh, Exotica. So um, I went out there on behalf of just talking and signatures after dark. So other than that, I really haven't been doing anything. I've just been kind of like uh, working my real job. So oh, that's <laughs> what I was going to ask. I didn't know. I didn't know if you uh, had a nine to five or if it was all just. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I do have a real job, but um, and, and I if I'm not if I'm not working my real job, I am you know trying to push the featuring with Lolly things. So yeah, um, and that's just kind of starting to get back you know kicked up in the gear again too. So um, I've been trying to like uh, book some more you know appearances and events and things like that, and a lot of them aren't going to be until later in the year. But you know, we're working on it. Yeah, what did you do at Exotica? Um, actually, um, I got to hang out with legends. Um, I hung out with, uh, four of the biggest names in the porn industry. And, um, and then other than that, I walked around, I hung out with people, I took pictures. Um, I did a show on Saturday and that was fun. So, uh, I always have fun doing shows. So I just kind of, you know, like throw a promo at people, make them scream. What do you do in the shows? <laughs> you, you, uh, primarily dance? Well, I, I I danced this time. I didn't do anything special. I didn't bring any props up because this was my first time being in Exotica, so I wasn't really sure, you know, like what size the stage was or what props mm -hmm. you're supposed to have or what you could or couldn't have. Um, and I was kind of nervous about it, too, and I was just trying to make it simple, and I just wanted to kind of have fun, which is kind of a good thing because that was a really rough day. So, uh, What but, kind of what, what kind of props do you uh, normally use? Well, for for the show that I brought, I usually do fire with it. So I have a long custom fire sticks that I have with it wow. and like a little uh, flash pods and things like that. So um, I usually have that going with my fire show. And then um, <laughs> like I have my ice princess show. So I'll bring like you know, my snow machine and, you know, like uh, I usually have like a pool where I do like an ice, a uh, wet ice show or something with that one. And that's amazing. It just kind of depends on the show. And, you know, like each show that I have has has props to it. Yeah, it sounds like there's definitely like yeah talent in yeah. that. That sounds awesome. Or something like you said, that would be like a cool like road show with type of thing. Yeah, it, it is. You just it's a it's a you know, like uh, it's uh, it's a lot of work. But that way. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. It's worth it. Um, I think what um, my point was to, to try to make sure that every every costume that I had had some props with it, you know, because I would, yeah, I, I'd love nothing more than to go and entertain, but, you know, just having the little props and everything to make everything pop, you know, it's, it's actually makes it more fun, yeah. you know, yeah. more visual for the audience. I was going to ask too, uh, having, uh, be, being a live performer, are, do men constantly fall in love with you? 
All the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's, 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 it's not. Oh, it, women it, too. Oh, so I guess. Women it, do that, yeah. So yeah, I guess it wouldn't creep lot. you out. It wouldn't creep you out then if I just told you I'm in love with oh, you. Oh, like, Slim <laughs> just fell for you too, Lolly. Just, <laughs> just fell in no, love. No. <laughs> no. There's like a running joke at work. Every time I turn around, I got a new boyfriend. So, like, how many boyfriends do you got now? 15? Like, I think so. I don't know. See, me, me <laughs> for other reasons, though. You said fire sticks, and I'm that, like, that, that, that's it. Like, I'm wow, done. Cool. <laughs> I used to do. Um, I used to work at a, a at a radio station years ago, and there we would go out on gigs, and there was this guy Bacardi Artie, and he would do that kind of a thing, and he would swallow the fire, and he would spit cool. fire into the crowd, and all. I just remember there was some dude that tried to walk up on stage, and he's doing all the fire stuff and he all you see was Artie just kick the guy <laughs> with his foot and just throw him back because the guy could have been burned the guy could have been horribly yeah. burned <laughs> yeah you know it all actually really depends on what you use i mean i'm pretty safe when i go on the road with mine i have all i actually carry a fire's insurance with me a, a performer's wow. insurance with me i have all my protection my equipment everything that i need and then also um i don't use anything i use um uh, uh, rubbing alcohol so that if I have to control it, you know, if I could put it out, I could put it out right away. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever, what was the craziest thing you've ever had go down performing live? Um, oh, actually, um, I, craziest thing. Well, craziest thing I've ever done was, uh, spin myself off a stage and I landed in the lap of this girl and, uh, my like head down and I had to try to figure out what to do next. And so I just did a handstand on her, and like the whole place just cheered. That sounds amazing. <laughs> like, I guess cool. it was cool. <laughs> yeah, was it planned or just totally something that no, happens? No, for it the was moment. totally by accident. Like I totally spun myself off stage because sometimes I get going on stage with dancing, and I, you know, like I just kind of spin too quickly. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and I spun myself off stage, but I ended up upside down in this girl's lap. So. I was like trying to save it. I wasn't hurt, but I was trying to save it, and I was like, "Oh, handstand!" Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> I did a handstand, and then like the whole club started cheering. And they were like, "That was so awesome!" I was like, "I know. I will never ever do that again." In my I life. was gonna say, <laughs> were they asking for an encore? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "I'm not gonna be able to do that." Yeah, <laughs> every e every show you you do moving forward, people are just yelling, "Do the handstand do, thing!" Yeah, do that. <laughs> do that again. <laughs> yeah, they're like handstand. I'll give you a. Like, I can do the handstand. I just don't know how to do the spin thing again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. And what kind of music do you do you normally dance to, Lolly? Uh, so I usually, I like, usually I like metal. Um, what I danced to at Exotica was, um, um, what I danced to at Exotica was at metal. So I think that was, um, I I don't know if I can enunciate it. Deal in Ardbar? Ard, 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 I don't know, I can't pronounce it. Um uh, they have a song called Run. I did that. I did uh, Tua's Opiate and um, uh, Slipknot Devil and I. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, just by watching some of the videos I've seen on Instagram and all. Like, yeah, you dance to some hard, hard stuff. Like, Yeah, it's fun. I like it. Like, I mean, not really. Like, I don't I don't consider Tool too hard to dance to. It's just, it's real flowy. You know, for me, it's real, you know, I can kind of zone into it. Yeah, that's cool. The metal stuff, though, it's just fun and kind of just gets everybody going, you know. Yeah, yeah. Do you also do uh, Do you also do porn at all, or have you ever done that? Um, so, so years ago, I was known for doing um, like all big boob magazines. So I did. I shot for like Gent Store, Club D Cup, um, 
like um and there's some funny ones and there's like uh runoff like uh cleavage or monster chips and things like that so um i shot for those from like 2000 i'd say 2002 through probably 2010 12 something like that and then i haven't actually shot in anything since i was gonna just say do, do magazines even still exist <laughs> i i mean you know i guess so i haven't found anybody i mean there's I haven't found anything that I can go and shoot for legitimately, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, um, just even, uh, this, we used to have, back in the day, we used to have magazine shops and all that. I, yeah. I don't right, even know. Right, right, and, and you know, the thing is, back in the day, too, you were invited to shoot for the magazines, too, so it's not really something that you can, like, you know, like, call up a magazine and be like, I want to shoot with you. I mean, maybe <clears throat> if you're really super hot, and you know, <laughs> but... I don't know, you know, it's not just, it's just like, it's not there these days like that. Uh, back in the day, you know, like if you would submit like Polaroids or something to the company, you know, they would, if they're interested in you, they would, you know, contact you, but. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It just seems like it's, it's a dead uh, for, yeah, it's uh, dead. media. Yeah, it's like a dead thing now. Yeah. It's so weird. It's all online and everything. And I'm like, and you know, when you look at that, like, I'm really not sure, like, what is legitimate and what isn't nowadays. Yeah. You know, there's so much out there. Yeah, I've heard of people. Yeah, it's just not not legit stuff. Yeah. What? What? Uh, do you, you have know. any? Oh, I'm sorry. What's that, Lolly? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm I, sorry. I was just going to ask. Do you have any like upcoming events that you could tell us about? Um, that I can tell you about not at the moment. Um, I do have some things coming up, but um, I'm trying to figure out if I can actually like attend them or not. Um, I haven't signed any contracts or anything. I am looking for uh, bookings probably starting September. Um, people can self book me. Okay. That's um, what I did. You have, do you get hired for like private parties? Uh, so I would do, um, let's see. Um, what do you mean, private, like bachelor parties and stuff? I don't do that, but you so, yeah, I didn't know if something like that or or, no. or like no. office parties. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> the FedEx Christmas party, twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah, right. FedEx, right. <laughs> <laughs> Pop out of a box. I think they'd love that. <laughs> um, so I, I usually uh, get booked through an agency to work at like a club or a gentleman's club or something like that. Or, um, I've done like a couple appearances that, uh, were for like signings for like little places, uh, like little porn shops and stuff like that. Um, like other than that, um, I really haven't gotten into a lot of stuff. I've got a lot of offers to like kind of check some stuff out on the side or, you know, some other shows or some other kind of things. Um, I just, I don't know. It's, there's a lot going on right now, and I just don't know which way to take yet. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, Lolly, I'm curious. So, uh, like the the whole um, fire thing and stuff like that. That's very like circus performer, right? So, is that something you had always been interested in? Were you always into kind of like the circus performance side of things? Um, you know, like really a long time ago, uh, there was this uh, another porn star who used to swallow like uh, swords. And okay. she spit fire, and I just was curious one day. I was like, how do you do this? And she was like, you want to learn how to do fire? And I was like, yeah. So she uh, she taught me how to do fire. She also tried to teach me how to swallow swords, but, I mean, wow. like, she's swallowing swords as big as I am. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's like, what I was going to say. That would be an awesome thing, like. 
That's cool that you you learned like circus performance from a porn star. Yeah. <laughs> this is really cool. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I learned a lot from her. Her name was Zena. She was uh, she was awesome. That's so cool. She, I, I, she, uh, she helped me out tremendously way, way back in the day. We get going. She, um, she helped me get props, and she taught me how to do fires. She taught me. I mean, she taught me how to uh, present myself on stage, and you know, is. She taught me a lot. She was awesome. What's the most important thing about uh, stage presentation? About the most important, well, your impression, first and foremost. I mean, you know, when you go into the club, they're paying you to do a job. So it's your, you know, it's like your responsibility to, you know, go in there and do a good show and, you know, make the crowd wild. And usually, I'm not trying to be like conceit myself or anything, but, you know, there's a reason why, you know, I'll get a response when I do the way, you know, because the way that I look when I go on stage, it's, you know, yeah, the costumes and everything, the way the costumes are built to fit, to fit me and everything like that, it's it's presented to um, it's presented to make you give me all your attention, you know. Yeah, and as far as the costumes, is uh, how uh, how how do you go about getting them? Do you go to somebody in particular? There's a there's a lady in the business by the name of Jackie that I've been using for 20 years, um, and um, I she just has my measurements on file, and I kind of call her up when I, you know, can afford something, and I give her an idea of what I'd like, and you know, we kind of like work through the next week or so. It's like sketching it out, and you know, kind of plan it out that way. Other than that, there's a couple other costume. Um, people in the business that build costumes for features and things like that. It's just, uh, like I, I absolutely adore the Jackie costumes. I'm old school and that's what I had back in the day. And back in the day, I knew that, you know, if I spent money on them, they were durable and they were pretty and they would last. That's cool. So, yeah. You know, coming back, coming back, that's just where I went. You know, I knew you, yeah. you know, do what you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, just from looking at them, there seems like there's a lot of detail and a lot goes into them. Yes. Yeah. And I love doing that. So like, I will, you know, like I will like spend the extra money to, um, have them like, like really detailed. My, uh, ice princess has, you know, all the little snowflakes and, um, uh, little crystals and things all over it because I wanted it to sparkle, you know, when I was on stage. So it's got, uh, even in the skirt, it's got, um, like little bits of glitter in the skirt, you know, so it catches the light when it spins. It's really like, we, we put a lot of work, a a lot of the girls, like anybody that's got a costume through through Jackie, we actually sit down and between Jackie and the girls, you know, they actually like put heart and soul into these shows. Mm. So, is, is there anyone in particular that you love working with that you uh, either like when when you, I don't know if when you work, do you have certain people that open for you or anything like that? Um, I haven't. Usually, when I work, it's usually just I, I'll. Usually when I work, I'm usually the headliner that goes in. I, I very rarely actually worked with um, anybody else unless it, unless it was booked as a co-booking or anything. Okay. Um, so, and like other than that, working, <clears throat> working with, um, I mean, you don't really work unless you have like a duo partner or something like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's not really working with anybody there i mean outside like outside the business you're you know 
Like, if you have friends or anything like that, it's different. Yeah. And have you had anyone ever come to you to teach you, to teach them, like, the fire stuff, like you said? Mm. Oh, to teach them the fire stuff? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've, I've not actually had anybody. I don't know if I, I don't, yeah, I mean, I've never actually had anybody ask me, to, like, to teach them how to, I, I built sticks <laughs> and things like that for them. Usually, like, I usually how the conversation goes is I can, like, I can teach you. And, like, I can also make it. Well, could you make it for me if I pay for the material? I'm like, yeah. And then that's where it is. Like, I just make it for them. And then, you know, six yeah. months later, I see them and they, you know, figuring out how to work with their own stuff. So that's cool. Have you ever considered different types of performance art? Like, uh, you know, you're doing the fire. You talked about sword swallowing. What about like uh, incorporating like acrobats or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, like, or trapeze yeah, actually, type of thing. Um, actually, I really wanted to uh, start working with ribbons. Because I like the idea of, like, twirling around in the ribbons and hanging down oh, and stuff cool. like that. Yes. Yeah, because uh, I, I remember. Yeah, I think uh, that would be. I'm sorry. Just years ago, like, I, I remember I took my kids to the, the circus, and that was, like, yeah, something they were doing. They were, like, twirling around, and, like, yeah. that was really cool to I see. I love when they drop. I love when they wrap themselves up and then drop. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I, that's, that'd be something <sighs> I would want to learn. Like, the, the rings are cool. The leers are cool. Or, you know, I think they're called leers. Those are cool, but they're too... Um, like, I'm way too little for them, you know? Uh, like, a lot of them are, like, four foot wide. I mean, I can lay inside of them, you know? Yeah. So, like, so the uh, ribbons are a better bet for me. And those cool. I can actually control with my own body, which is what I'm used to anyway. So, um, like, even the pole that I have, I have my own pole in my house, and it's it's uh, static and stationary because I like practicing um you know, fluency and, and muscle control. And, um, I'm, I've been doing, I've been dancing with pole for like fuck 25 years now. Have you ever gotten uh, have you ever had a, a, anything go wrong doing that? Oh yeah. Yeah. I've knocked myself out before. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. So like, um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, oh yeah, I've, I've dazed myself really bad before. Like you know, like oh, learning, oh, learning how to you know work with myself. Um, but uh, one time I was spinning around the pole and I went to like grab it and pull myself in, and then I was gonna push out to do something fancy. Yeah. And when I pulled in, I connected with the pole in my head, and you heard it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it just dung. <laughs> I want to see Slim do this kind of stuff. Like I, <laughs> right, I want. Season yeah. like, series like, finale. We'll do some acrobatics. It was just like there was no saving it. I just laughed. I was uh. just like, "Fuck it, I quit." <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, like everybody took it. Like they were like, Am, are you okay? I'm like, Yeah, I'm okay. If I'm laughing, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what I feel like. Yep. <laughs> I, another time I uh I uh climbed uh another time I climbed a pole and I had a T bar. So it's a it's a, a straight pole that's like eight feet tall and then they have a bar that goes off uh you know, horizontally that's on attached to the wall. And then it was also spinning, so I was trying to learn how to play with the, the pole itself. And I figured out that if you pulled in, it goes faster. If you push out, it goes slower, right? So I'm, like, trying to practice this trick, and I climb all the way up, and I lean back to get it to, you know, I'm starting to try to get it to spin a little bit more, and I'm playing with it, the motion of it. And I finally get it to spin to the speed that I want to. And I sat up, and I saw the T-bar, but I didn't. I didn't think about it, and I connected, and it 
drop me and knock me out. Oh my god! <laughs> I walk up with people around me. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and again, I walk up laughing. So yeah, okay. I was like, I'm okay. Yeah. I feel stupid, but I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Lolly, thank you so much for talking to us. It's been a blast. No problem. Thank you. I love being on here. Thank you, you guys. Thanks for coming on. Where can everybody find you? Uh, So you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram, all under Lolly Tops. I have a website, www.lollytops.com. And uh, for bookings or business inquiries, you can email me at lolly at lollytops.com. And it's L-O-L-L-Y. L-O-L-L-Y-T-O-P-P-S. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lolly. When this goes up, Thank you. all the shows and the interviews, I'll, I'll send you all the links. Awesome. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. So are Thank you. you. Have a great night. You as well. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. So cool. Let's get some. I, I got Spotify open this time. We'll be back in a few. Robin Slim Show, we are back with Coraline Jewell. Hello, hello. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Coraline? Are I'm you doing well, thank you. You're welcome. Are you in California? Yes. Okay. Okay. Media personality and porn star. Yes. <laughs> wow. How long have you been working in the adult industry? Um, I've been in the industry since I was prep- 10 years, give or take, because I came in kind of different. I came in on the other side. I was a director first. Oh. oh. How like does... a porn director? Or... Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, so um, got a theater degree and then a 2008 hit with the housing market. Started by doing uh, panty sales and custom videos. And that led to webcamming, which led to dancing, and then so on and so on. And then um, I got a job as a porn director in Los Angeles. Cool. And realized that I wanted to be in front of the camera. So <laughs> you were you were getting jealous of all the girls yeah, you were filming. I, I want to do that too. <laughs> <Money. Yeah. laughs> right, oh, How does that go? Like, yeah, usually I feel like it would go the other way. Like, yeah, uh, it normally does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would think the directors would make more, but I guess. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But you do it all. You do it all from motivational speaking to podcasting and writing, correct? Yes. Yeah. I um <laughs> I always tell people when they come over to my trade show booth at Exotica, it's like what I what I don't do is easier to tell them than what I do do. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I own a swingers club. I've got twenty thousand members in my swingers club. I've got my podcast. Um, my articles, my book, my documentary, my coaching, my motivational speaking, my CBD lubricant, my game. Oh, there's so much. <laughs> what is the, the your the favorite your favorite thing that you do? Uh, seminars, coaching. Cool, cool. And I was going to ask too, as as far as going into owning a swingers club, what, what? How do you even start that kind of a thing? My husband and I were involved in the lifestyle, and then when we got divorced, I started working at a club, mm. and then from there um, was dancing, and the manager said to me, do you have any interest in doing a event here at our um, strip club? And I was like, I don't really know anything about like running an event. I was just a host, you know, and um, uh, he introduced me to uh, the owner of the building who interviewed me and then said, okay, you, you know, I did a good job. And so then they gave me an opportunity to do it in my town. And then he said, okay, I'm going to invest $50,000 in you to start a club. So wow. I was like, okay. 
That's amazing. Wow. Super cool. This is I, cool. So I started it in 2012. I've got about 20,000 members now. Cool. Wow. I love that. I'm just so impressed, Corlin, by the backdrop <laughs> you have. Like, I, I have Slim's dirty house. Yeah, my, <laughs> yeah, my backdrop is my messy home. Uh. That's, that's my PR telling me, telling me, change my logo, change the website, new backdrop, everything. So. Yeah. It's so nice. It's super nice. Uh, you. <laughs> how, well, you, you mentioned, too, your podcast. Uh, uh, how long have you been doing that for? I started, I'm on my second year right now with my podcast. So my podcast came about um, after I published my book in 2020. Um, I was approached on XBiz by my producer saying, uh, do I have any interest in doing a podcast? And so I started that and it's a sex positive podcast. I interview anybody from scientists to BDSM educators, mm. um, priests turned sex educators, um, porn stars, webcam performers. Yeah. And I've had some really, really, really cool guests. That's a hanky panky podcast, and yeah, yes, who, I was going to ask you podcast. too. What is one of your the, one of your favorite guests that you had on there? Um, you know, I've I've really, I've really had a lot of amazing guests. I mean, the most shocking would probably have been the priest because you know he was you know raised like his entire life was all about you know getting ready for you know the church and stuff, and then right before he was done, he decided to not do it. But not only did he not do it, he he became a sex educator and made sex videos, instructional videos, and actually performed, I think, in some of them. So, wow. 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 How did you even c come across that guy? On XBiz. XBiz is the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. It is. I've met so many amazing guests on there. Erotic authors. Um, who else was a cool guest? I had two guys, two single males from completely different sides of the town, um, of the country. Um, who the one contacted me with his idea and the other one was a member of my club and they had both been catfished by like the same people on adult friend finder for, um, you know, pretending that they were a swingers club and trying to get money out of them and stuff. It was very interesting to hear. Wow. That. That's cool. Did they, did they fall for it or no? The one guy on the East Coast, he did. He lost a thousand dollars. The guy who's a member of my club is a police officer, retired officer, and uh, he caught on pretty quick and <laughs> didn't didn't release any money. Yeah. But it was the exact same scam coming to him. So, wow. so how do they pull that off? Because they're just trying to convince them to come to this club, or they saying they're like, saying, you gotta... yeah, they said. Um, so they said to them, you know, um, we, you know, you can pay to be um, a member of the club, or you can. Um, just buy tickets when we do an event but if you're a member you get all these different benefits and then uh, you get access to the doctor who is there um how many of us go to get stds and we can walk into a place get a test and have our results within 10 minutes and then go play right uh, so yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen so um yeah the one guy got scammed up and then they would cancel the events you know and then yeah so well, sorry we'll roll your money to the next one but then we need a little bit more to cover the dj and whatever whatever yeah it made me think of fire festival probably was the same guy yeah. <laughs> i don't remember what that fucking guy's name was yeah. <laughs> oh my god i i loved you saying sex uh positive do you feel like society is sex positive no no i feel like society and media are we're going backwards is how I feel. And yes. so that's, you know, my message is that we need as many people as possible to come forward and embrace their sexuality and be who they want to be and live their lives for them and not to make others happy, you know, and that maybe will 
change because especially with social media, you know, with what the shadow banning and what Twitter's doing and what Facebook's doing and the putting people in jail. And it's just what happened to freedom of speech. that has gone. And yeah. it's it's gotten worse. I'm surprised yeah. that in, the, in uh, the farther we've gotten, it just doesn't seem to have progressed at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh do you still direct uh, uh, as far as uh, as well as performing, Coraline? I do, I do, I do. So, um, you know, the industry has changed a lot. It's not necessarily so much, um, you know, with the production companies. You know, there's content creators now. You can, you know, do your own. You have your own camera, your own um, lighting. You know, my whole my whole studio, whatever. Um, so I've got uh, that, and then um, and then I'm still shooting for the industry as well. So I did have some, I can't share it yet because it's not positive yet, but I had some good news that happened uh, when I was in Chicago this weekend, this past weekend. So we'll yeah, our last guest too was also there. Uh, I met her. Not, really? Really? He was with, um, she was with uh, uh, Jizz Talking, which is the guy, he's how I met um, all the people that I interviewed on my podcast because I don't watch porn. So someone approached me about doing a documentary and said, I'll, I will edit your documentary if you get these adult performers to be on your podcast and give me 30 seconds of their clip. And I said, okay, who? And he says, Sharon Mitchell, Mickey Lynn. And I said, slow down, Mickey, is that M-I-C-K-I? And so I didn't know who anybody was. And so that's how I, you know, and then I contacted Jizz Talking and I said, hey, I know you've had these people on your show. I need them on mine. And now a year later, Mickey and I are like the best of friends. And now I know a lot more about the golden era of porn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow, that sounds amazing. And uh, what is your documentary? And where can we um, find it's, it? It's based on my book. So my book's an international bestseller. It's called, uh, I think I have it right here. Hold on. Uh, here's my book. So When the Ice Melts, Story of Coral and Jewel. Hmm. Okay. And um, my, my documentary is based on that with more detail into each story. Um, and then I'm working on my second book. Cool. Wow. <laughs> and I need an assistant. <laughs> well, uh, who do you want, Slim or Rob? We'll, you we'll should take Rob. Technology. He's, uh, yeah, I'm better with technology, but Rob's yeah. better at social media. So I don't know what well, you're looking oh, for. Oh, you might have to take <laughs> us both. You might get us both. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a problem with DP. I'll take you both. Okay. <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So good. Cortland, I wanted to ask too, uh, as far as performing and all goes, what is one of the, the craziest things you've seen go down, either as a director or performing? Ooh, as a director, I think I'll take that one. It was, uh, God, what was her name? Puma. Oh my God, I can't remember. remember. Puma Swede. Okay, and I'm from Sweden, so I, I speak fluent Swedish. And so um, she was a performer on my set. And we had that what I had got hired to do was uh, anime. So it was like a parody on anime. Okay. okay. And um, she, she, and I don't remember the other girl. The other girl had two guns on her chest right here. <laughs> and, and the male talent was a guy named Jess. And the, I just, I'd never seen this before. I see, I was innocent. They come swapped like 15 times, the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Because I couldn't even hold the camera to film it because I almost like threw up. Wow! See, I feel like, oh yeah, that's something you've you've gotten bored of everything else. Like, check one of those out. (laughs) Not my thing, thing, and most directors know that about me. I don't do that. (laughs) Yes, 
<laughs> that is. I, I know you said it, but I, I I missed it. Was it a a girl girl swapping or a guy girl? Girl girl after okay. he was done. Ah, uh, all right. So it's, oof, it's still a little yeah. too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fifteen times. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I guess like it kept going. I don't even know if it was more than fifteen. I, I like literally. They had always like, keep going. Yeah. Those always yeah. keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to watch so much of this? Yeah, but so you, once. You, <laughs> why can't you stop watching it? Is also the question. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they were just he's trying to get rid of it and kept coming back. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And uh, Corlin, what is your favorite position sexually? Oh, doggy, probably. Well, and I also like, um, I don't even know what it's called. It's like reverse doggy, but my legs are under his legs. Wow. I don't know. How do you call that? It sounds like a yoga position. Yeah, it's like like an upward dog or something. (laughs) Upward, inverse dog. (laughs) That's what it is. We'll call it an upward dog. That's my new position. Yes, yes. That's what it's called. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> How often do you record your podcast, Coraline? I do it once a week, and I release it on a Monday. So I pre-record. Um, and um, I've got, like, enough to get me through the middle of June right now. Wow. That's great. That's great. I call it, I call it episodes in the bank. In the bank. <laughs> we never do that. We do it live, and it's, 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 we yeah. shoot our load. We don't swap, go. but we shoot. Yeah, shoot your load, don't swap, please. I don't That's want. It. Yeah, no. <laughs> shoot our load, never look at it again. Yeah, <laughs> never, never. It's in the garbage. It's in the back. Why do we have to? <laughs> that is one of the craziest things, though. Like, I don't listen to podcasts unless I'm prepping for a guest who has a podcast. I never listen to ours. I know, I know. I feel bad too. I don't listen to podcasts either. I don't read, but I don't read. Like uh, yes. Richard Pacheco gave me his book to read. Dick Chibbles gave me his book to read. I have so many books. Nina Hartley's husband's book to read. I don't have time. Yeah, yeah. I have two erotic stories that were sent to me today. No time yet. <laughs> I I have two podcasts I've listened to over the past three years, and I those are like. All I listen to is just those two podcasts, and one of them is yeah. not ours. <laughs> like, listen the to only my time own I stuff. listen to our own is when I'm like, let me see if Slim fucked up. Let me see if Slim yeah. did this right. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, if there was something wrong with the sound or something. Same yeah. with like, my content. Once yeah. I make my content, I just look to make sure, am I, am I in the camera? And then I just send it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any upcoming uh, uh, events or, or uh, anything you can tell us about? Yes, I was just nominated for, um, it's like a tongue twister for me, XBiz Best MILF Clip Artist, okay? So I am flying to Miami in two weeks for uh, the XBiz Awards show. Um, I just got back from Exotica, and then the next Exotica is in July. So I've got that coming up. Oh, tomorrow, I forgot. Tomorrow I'm um, doing the red carpet interviews for the XRCO Awards in um, Hollywood, and then I'll be presenting on stage as well. Cool. I'm excited. There's lots going on. That is. That's it. I just got nominated for ASN Lifestyle Magazine, Best Educator and Best Educator website. Cool. So there's lots of voting for my fans who hate that. Sorry. Not, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, if they're your fans, I'll do it. Yes, please, my fans. Just have to push you. Vote. <laughs> <laughs> just like 10 times a day. Until June 30th. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's the hard part. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, sometimes you feel like you're <laughs> annoying people. I do feel like I'm annoying because I'm like, why can't they just vote one time? You know, they it, it, it lets you vote like as many times as you want. And what we're not we're in May, right? Yeah. So yeah. till June thirtieth, it's a long time. Yeah, we did something years ago. We were in uh, a, a a weekly voting thing, and yeah, I just I felt annoying messaging people. Yeah, but. I do. I feel annoying. And then, and then I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I also got nominated for this. So can you vote for this too? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We just got done. I was just nominated for ABN's hottest milk for fit by fans. And so we just finished that one. I just feel bad. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't they've, they've enjoyed it. They've enjoyed it enough. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I'm excited. Have you won uh, awards previously? Nope, I was nominated when I first got into the industry for Best Polyamory Movie. Uh, we did not win. And then my second nomination was AVN's Hottest Milf. And then this is my third, which is this Best Milf Clip Artist. It's such a tongue twister for me. And then I was nominated for the um, ASN Lifestyle Magazine last year. And I did win, um, what is that? Uh, it's called um, Please Me, and it's the top, the top 20 uh, sexologists. Cool. cool. It's yeah. cool that they have so many different categories. That's awesome. There are. There are. There's a lot, which is nice. Nice. Covers a lot of ground. <laughs> how do you how do you feel, Corlin, about the Supreme Court reversing Roe versus Wade? Uh politics. Yeah. I think every ugh. Yeah, I just you know, my, my view on politics is pretty simple. Everybody and everything's corrupt. Yes, yeah. yes, that's true. Kind of like our medical system and our criminal system, you know. Yeah, just as far as people are talking about, uh, just oil price, gas prices in general. Like any president ever could have told Exxon Mobil that they can't sell to foreign countries and just sell to us, and it'll be cheaper. But yeah. nobody will ever do that because that's who funds their campaign. Where Where are you guys based out of? We're in Jersey. Okay. Oh, I'll be there in um, October. Nice. For the Exotica. Just did my birthday in um, Edmonton. Uh, October, it's the same time. It's October 22nd through the 24th, something like that. Okay? That, yeah. Uh, how much is gas in in Jersey, though? What's it, Three seventeen a gallon? I think so. Are you yeah, really bitching? <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? It cost me 50 We're almost $7. Holy shit. Oh, wow. Holy Ridiculous. shit. I don't go anywhere. My friends go, do you want to go out? And I go, nope. They go, <laughs> what do you have to do? And I go, Making jewelry. Are you on a deadline? Yep. It's <laughs> ridiculous. It's so expensive. Yeah. Yeah, no, it just cost me like 48 to, to fill the tank. And I was like, fuck. Cost me. I have a little tiny Mini Cooper. It cost me $55 to fill it. Wow. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's a little, little much. It's a little much. Yeah. <laughs> but we can stay home because we're having a DP anyway. So <laughs> Sorry, I threw him off. (laughs) We're totally thrown off now. (laughs) (laughs) God damn, god damn. What is your next episode dropping, and who do you have, if you could tell us? Um, who... Gosh, I don't even know. I just shot, I just shot in, um in uh where was i chicago uh with 
John Owens, I think is who I shot with. Um, but I think it's just like a many vids thing. Um, and my perv Nana scene with um, Tyler Cruz that just that released and we just got um, XBiz magazine. Um, there's an ad of us in there. Cool. See if I have it. So that's kind of cool. Um, so I don't know. And then I'm hoping that this thing that uh, just happened uh, goes through. Let's see if yeah. I can find it. Here it is. Ah. Isn't nice. he cute? <laughs> he looks sweet and innocent. Yeah. He looks so sweet and innocent. <laughs> yep, that's what I get. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> Who are some of your favorite companies to work with, Coraline? Well, that's a hard one because a lot of the companies went out of business. Um, my experiences with Devil Films was amazing. So I worked with, I did a lot with Devil Films. Um, Luke Wilder, which was the, the movie that we were nominated for. So that was Adam and Eve and um, his company. And that's uh, was oh. Wife Swinger Swap 3 was amazing to work with. Um, Nina Hartley, I worked with her with Devil Films. Um, that's cool. I did Mile High Production. Yeah, I would say Devil Films and Luke Wilder were like my two you know, favorites. Um, and I'm hoping to work with this uh, other one that approached us this weekend. Nice. Is that like secret? You can't tell yeah, us what that is. You can't. I don't. I don't like to jinx anything. Yeah. If you, yeah. If you read my book, my read my, my my book is like it's like you know. Okay, what's gonna happen next? So I'm already ready for letdown. Like the guy that's editing. This is my third editor for my documentary. Because by the way, the guy that made me that promise, he backed out. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. somebody else backed out. So this is my third, and I'm meeting with him on Tuesday. And I texted with like, "Are we a hundred percent positive?" And he's like. Yeah, of course. And I'm like, sorry, I'm just ready for a letdown. So, <laughs> what, what, what was that Spider-Man quote? Uh, always, uh, always expect disappointment, and yeah. you'll never be disappointed. I, that, exactly. I, I go into work like that every day. Always expect the worst, and yes. you will never be disappointed. Like I was just, um, I was, um, I work for Dr. Susie's Institute, so the Block Institute. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's a HBO show she had, and um, I was asked to be a guest on her show and go to her first like. Um, what do you call it? Show back after after uh, the the pandemic, and I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell anyone because I was like, oh, I'm ready for like to be not you know not to get to go because I work for her and um and then I got to go so then I finally told people. Yeah, yeah, that's what I that's that, that's how that's a good way to approach it. Yeah. And I wanted to ask too, Coraline, what is the most lucrative thing that you have that that you do? Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. I mean, my swinger community, you know, I before COVID, I was doing events like a hotel takeover once a month or once every other month. And then I was doing, you know, nightclub events. And then a lot of my venues closed because of COVID. Yeah. So um, tomorrow I'm heading to L.A. I've got a new venue I'm looking at. We're in negotiations with. And then um, so that is a lucrative thing when they're going. I was also I've been, I'm a wedding planner. So I've been a wedding planner for six years now. So I'm a couple's choice award winner five years in a row. Um I've got my CBD lubricant. That's, you know, right here. That's um, that's kind of lucrative. I don't know. And I make swingers jewelry. I just do so much. That's cool. My seminars. I still need a social media person and a technology person, technical person. I'm going to try to bet my eyes, but I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. So good. <laughs> What's uh the this CBD lubricant? Like, does yeah. that, like... 
get people high like what (laughs) so it's like just like when you hear people talk about cbd for their muscles or cbd bombs like the the bath bombs so the difference is that um it's 100 percent edible okay Okay. i'm not telling you guys to drink the bottle okay no taste no smell but here's the coolest part it's not sticky so do you see i just put some on me uh yeah oh okay cool okay so it's like nice and it's really, really smooth, not sticky, and you don't need any more than just like what I use. So it like lasts a long time. Oh, okay, cool. PH balanced, no, no smell, no taste. That's the best. Lube always stinks and tastes like crap. It's <laughs> yeah. So that was yeah. two years in the making, and it is trademarked to me. Nice. That's awesome. Doesn't make. It. And where can everybody find that or find your products? So all my products are, I just, I just revamped everything. Everything's under one platform. So my website, CorallineJewel.com. They get my tour schedule, my, my store for my book, for everything in my store, my calendar, all that stuff. Um, all my merchant, um, my merchant dice just released. That's with a fan VIP gear. So it's, um, coasters and bottle openers you know if you want me hanging on your refrigerator magnets stuff um and then you can get my they can get my coaching program on there my webinars my events my swingers events my content uh podcast everything one platform it's the best awesome awesome instead of telling people to go to 10 different places yeah <laughs> that's that's definitely the way to do it thank you so much for talking to us Coraline. it's been amazing You're thank you for having me no problem no problem. And we'll when this all goes up, uh, the interview, the show and all, I will definitely send you all the links. Oh, sounds good. I appreciate it. No problem. <laughs> Have a great night, Coraline. All right, you guys. Thank you again for having me. It was a pleasure meeting you both. Have a good evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Super Rec- cool. We'll be back in a minute with Jack. All right. Jack Thomas from the Just Conversation podcast. And we'll see what he's up to. Rob and Slim Show. What up? What up? What is Jack going on, Jack? From the Just Conversation Podcast. How are you, dude? Great as always. How the hell are you guys? Doing Good. great. Doing great, my dude. We are on our second to last show and we are we're so rocking. So rocking. How you feeling about that? That's crazy. The the legacy is coming to an end. It's it's, it's bittersweet, Jack. Yeah. It's it's very upsetting. Um, <laughs> but also, but also, like we did it for eight years, and it yeah. might be good for both of us to kind of you know take that break and and see where we are in a couple years. Yeah, I got a That's huge crazy because you guys got to think about it. you guys got one of the first pos- podcasts. Yeah, you know that, right. Twenty fourteen, we started in. Yeah, That's, we started like. I think it was right before Joe Rogan kind of blew up or like right when he was kind of getting yeah, known. Fuck but Joe Rogan. Yeah, because we, we didn't. So what's funny hole. is Rob and I didn't go into it. We didn't. We weren't like, hey, let's have a podcast. Let's do a podcast. No, like the conversation Rob and I had was let's do radio. Let's do morning radio. Let's turn on a mic and talk for four to five hours. We didn't like podcasts at the time. And I remember telling Rob I had. You know, kind of researched it because I knew Joe Rogan had a podcast. Fuck Joe Rogan. Yeah. He was like, fuck Joe Rogan. But I did like the research. And at the time, I found all these guides on Google that were like, well, podcasts, you got to keep it to like 30 minutes or 15 minutes. (laughs) And I'm like, well, that's not what we want to do. We want to do this live. You know, we want to do radio. So for the longest time, we called it radio. I guess we can more so call it a podcast now, but we still are a even broadcast. very different. It's We're still broadcast. very different than what the normal podcast 
is. Um, yeah. That was a lot all at once. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. You guys definitely have something unique here because it is primarily radio and then a podcast because you just take yes. what happened live and turn it into a podcast. Yes. Yeah. And primarily a radio state you're on right. a radio station like when i listen to you guys primarily i'm not on facebook half the time i'm usually on uh, uh ipm nation listening to you guys yeah yeah so yeah. it's like definitely radio first and at least for me it's radio first and then podcast second yeah although i know you guys do the podcast angle but yeah because yeah, that's all really. like if you do it on the internet i guess it's just a podcast at this point yeah. right but there is but, something there's something of watching it live where it's like you're seeing it yeah. happen like anything can happen and 100 the live aspects changes everything R- rob always kind of points out to where like i do the lazy edit where all but i i love it all i cut out is like the breaks yeah but that's like to me that we we did a live so whatever we talked about is what we talked about whatever sa- yeah. we said the but i've read like people that do podcasts they'll go they'll listen to that full hour and they'll cut out every little thing that they said that they didn't like they'll cu- cut out all those ums and us and then it it just doesn't feel natural anymore right like what is that like you know it's just it's too overly edited and we always shot for yeah. that more natural no thing. i totally we we actually had that same problem for a while where we didn't know what level of cleanliness we wanted and so we had a period of time where all the audio would be crispy clean but then it didn't sound natural it didn't sound natural. There wasn't any of the breathing you do before you say a word. There wasn't, and although it sounds clean and nobody ever thinks about that, knowing that it's missing is weird. Yeah, the the, the breath that brought the emphasis is just as important as the, 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 the thing that was said, like totally. 100%, every part of dialogue every part of language that comes naturally and happens naturally is there for a reason and it's part of natural communication so to get rid of that kind of kills some of the reality that's why we stopped editing so hard and we just threw caution to the wind because at the beginning we used to edit we didn't edit at all there was no editing then we discovered the magic of editing we were like oh wow but then we went too deep and we're like yeah let's get somebody who understands the balance and then we did that instead and that's been rolling ever since so now it sounds right there are the ums and there's the confusion and there is us tripping over ourselves talking because that's natural yeah i remember when i worked in radio years ago with this guy that was a seasoned veteran he said if if you got a burp fucking burp like it'll, it'll be there but it, it, it's what you did it's there before percent now it's something like that okay <laughs> here's where i stand on that when it comes to a burp yeah. i don't think i can live if that's not taken out that would kill <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> because you, you gotta understand the nature of the show too right like yeah we have this really complicated narrative that goes on and we could definitely a hundred percent detract from it if we just like drop the burp in the middle of it and kept going and people would be like okay focusing on that instead of the complete total nonsense we're talking about so so here's an interesting thing i, I want to tell you and i'm not sure if rob knows this but we're Whoa. using what's called um condenser mics right now and so the thing with a condenser mic is that it picks up a lot of the background noise right and i had the option in the beginning to get the dynamic mics where they would just pick up our voices i rob always had a condenser mic i think i did a dynamic mic for a little bit and then i switched to the condenser mic and the reason was is because of what just happened 
now is Rob picked up his glass and we all heard the ice. And I love that because that just gives this kind of like more full sound of like these guys are just hanging out and you hear everything that's going on I almost like you're I can lean back in the room talk. with us that too that was an issue I think I had used dynamic mics too where like it would be hard to get like Slambo to talk into the mic because he was more relaxed sort of leaning back like this and then the dynamic yeah. mic wouldn't pick up so you also you lose that natural sound uh when people have to eat the mic right versus where they yeah. can just kind of move back and, and be more natural but yeah. i love the background noises too like again like the ice like i just i love that sound because it has this more like roomy like you're almost here with us hanging yeah. out i've had people ask me like how do you do that how do you lean back and it's still just as loud like and that's it's all the microphone yeah okay so, we also use condenser mics, but because it catches vocal nuances, as opposed to the environmental sounds, it's interesting that you guys would mention that, because the problem we have is that we just have no microphone etiquette. We have no microphone etiquette. So we're just making sounds at all times and have to right. con- try to be conscious about them. To not to avoid make because we're trying to portray, you know, we have like a fictional universe that's happening. Right. Yeah. There's characters in this world. We're supposed to be immaculate (laughs) about everything we do. And then we are highly unprofessional in that room. Everybody's loud talking. We're doing bullshit in the background at all times. So we're trying to sort of compress that and get rid of all the background. Luckily, thank (laughs) Thank the Lord for powerful editors that can keep our voices natural, but eliminate all of the dumb shit we do in the background. Right. You hear people eating, you hear oh, us knocking yeah. shit yeah. down. And so the coughs, the I still try to lean back and 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 c- compress all that, but it still it still comes out there. Like I I I just love Jack. I have to say, on one of your latest episodes, you did your awesome new radio voice, and that is what I'm obsessed with right now. <laughs> which of the many... I feel like every week I have a different radio voice. At this point, I don't even know which one to use. A real gravelly one that was just like, hey, this is my new radio voice. It was just like real rough. Hell yeah, this is my new radio. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, that one. <laughs> That's the one. Can you imagine doing an entire show using nothing but that? And I've tried many different super astoundingly. Like I have the silk with the silky voice where I just talk completely beautifully. And if I could sustain this through an entire episode, I'm sure everybody would turn tune out entirely because they are falling asleep. It is so close to ASMR. Wow, I think I just I think I just had a nap there. Yeah. I had a wet dream right there. <laughs> but then that the, the, the voice I usually do is my Batman voice when I'm just talking like this. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, that voice actually began on the show as uh, an explanation to Ben Affleck's Batman that he was a robot. And it came from a Christian Bale's Batman who he had that voice happening first. And we were like, he smoked way too many cigarettes. And like, all we're hearing is the aftermath of that. 
And then he eventually has like vocal surgery. And so he, that's why we get robot voice Batman because he has that like robot voice and he's like in the uh, He had to operate on his. So there's a whole progression to where that voice went through because it's just Batman. What do you feel about new emo Batman? I fucking love new emo Batman. Dude, I can't. I dropped off. I didn't even bother. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> give give new emo Batman a chance. Give him a shot. You want me to give emo Batman a chance? Did you Here's like thing. watch Here's any of thing. it, Jack? Bro, or? he had a Mad oh, Max I didn't watch car. Any of it. He had a Mad uh, Max. You gotta car. you gotta watch it. Check it. this shit out, bro. No, but look. Here's my argument. Here's my argument. That was a Mad Max car. <laughs> I don't even know. It was all jacked up and like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which Batman wasn't emo? Ooh. Michael Keaton. Right? Wasn't he more? And oh, t- oh, obviously Adam West. Oh, yeah, Adam no, West was not. <laughs> the person portraying him might have a like happier disposition, but let's be real about what the Batman story is. Yeah, he is emo. Yeah. His parents got killed, and he whined about it for the rest of eternity. Right. He, he based his life. entire life on the fact yeah. that I'm gonna revenge the death of my yeah, parents. Yeah, like, bro. <laughs> like, and look, Peter Parker's fucking like his parents died, and what he's just happy, go lucky. Like, well, shit, life sucks. What can I do about it? Fuck yeah. I'm Meanwhile, gonna... Batman, I'm just gonna be an emo and fucking like goth suit as a bat or whatever the fuck i'm supposed to be peter parker is a little bit of both right like i think peter uh, parker is more emo when he's peter parker but mm. then when he dons the suit of spider-man or he gets that like humor and it's almost it's almost like a way of dealing with his grief and oh, his shit. depression right like oh, you got being you got way too deep yeah, yeah being spider so been waiting for this being Boom. spider-man is 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 peter parker's mask but what about <laughs> spider-man 3 when he was emo and he was dancing he was well yeah so that's emo. right that 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 but that's why he couldn't be that way because now he was pulling peter parker into spider-man and spider-man mm. wasn't spider-man anymore Whoa. because he was taking the emo aspects of peter parker so he wasn't parker. so he was depressed all the time he didn't have that outlet anymore yeah look actually now that you talk about that there is a talking about spider-man specifically the toby mcguire andrew garfield and tom holland problem i've had this conversation many times toby mcguire is too nerdy and geeky even after he puts on the suit right he can't be spider-man Andrew Garfield was too cool even before he became Spider-Man. That's fucking wrong. Spider-Man's a fucking loser, bro. But when you get Tom Holland, he happens to be just the perfect amount of like geeky and nerdy and cool. And wise-ass, yeah. And wise-ass, yes. And he happens to be able to balance it. He's not like Andrew who's cool as Peter or Spider-Man or like uh, um, Toby who's nerdy as peter or spider-man yeah he's nerdy as peter and cool as spider-man right thus yeah. tom holland being the greatest spider-man we have ever had yeah agreed agreed 100 I, I i still think in the last movie uh garfield was still my favorite but yeah i do agree that holland I, is the perfect look, spider-man no i have arguments about that first <laughs> first I didn't like Tobey Maguire whatsoever in any of his movies, but I'll say that without counting uh, Tom Holland, who's clearly the best Spider-Man. Yes. Tobey over uh, Andrew Garfield because he just happened to be appropriate for his age. It was so well thought out and he was so funny accordingly. And that whole thing when he's like, 
I can just shoot my webs. You guys can't do that. <laughs> right. Where yeah. Where the fuck yeah. does it come from? Yeah. Like, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Love like... that. But Andrew won my heart over when he proved that he was like it was Marvel over Sony for sure. Because they were so self-aware of what was created right. that when Andrew was there, they broed him out. He was just a bro. And then when they were talking, he was like, dude, dude, dude. dude like, bro, that's bro. Like, he's totally broed out. Yes. You're right. It's so perfect. In yeah, that movie, too, really that did. like Toby Maguire was the perfect, like, mature older Spider-Man, right? Yeah, <laughs> like this is future sure. Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, no, it felt so right that I think they they decided to steal the Spider-Man from the PlayStation game and base yeah. current day Toby on that Spider-Man. So so the end of No Way Home felt like the opening of the PlayStation Spider-Man game. Like when you, Yo, for real! Yeah. Especially after Toby's like almost dead and then right. he's like nah this happens all the time <laughs> well i also mean like kind of like the tom holland thing at the end where he gets the apartment and he puts on like yeah. a regular suit and he has like a police scanner like yeah. that's the opening of the playstation game right like yeah. that's yeah well no that actually feels really really most of all like the cartoon spider-man the oh, original cartoon like 1990s or figuring it out himself trying to figure out what the cops are doing and then trying to hunt down that crime himself yes. that felt accurate yes yeah, i do cool. agree do agree. Shit. Damn. It's crazy. Yeah. The Marvel's, Marvel has this ability to, to cast so perfectly. Yeah. Like, is Iron Man played well by Robert Downey Jr.? Or is Robert Downey Jr. not even acting and just calling himself? Right. Yeah. Even just as far as uh, I've always laughed at some of the, the other movies, like... Uh, uh, Doctor Strange, but yeah, after seeing up. Doctor Strange, the first one with my, my son last summer, I'm like, wow, this this is it's so weird but so amazing. It's it's, it's so good and, and just what a great choice for Doctor Strange to Cumberbatch because like I was even I've been watching the uh, Multiverse of Madness trailer like over and over <sighs> again because I'm so hyped for it with it being a, but, a Sam Raimi vehicle and everything. But uh, just I was thinking the, uh, this morning when I was watching it for the tenth time that like. <laughs> Cumberbatch is just a perfect, like, he went from the, he was Sherlock Holmes, a British, like, Sherlock Holmes, and he was great, and it was just so awesome that they chose him, and I was even thinking, like, watching this trailer and watching Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, you can almost see the maturity in the actor as well, because I was thinking back to some of that earlier uh, Cumberbatch acting, and I'm like, wow, he looks just so comfortable as Doctor Strange and so confident and he fits the role so well. I just think it's it's great just by introducing him into the, the Spider-Man movie that my older son who last year didn't want anything to do with the Doctor Strange movie, now he wants to see He wants to see Doctor He Strange, wants yeah. to see the multiverse. Man, okay. Tell me this shit that fucking Marvel has invented, right? This infinite series of crossovers that work in an infinite number of combinations. This shit is perfect, bro, because you get every superhero, even obscure garbage that's background noise, sucked in. People get sucked into all of it. Yeah. How the hell that did fucking, what, what is her name? Wanda. She, dude, she has a crazy, absurdly successful show. Who the fuck knew who the Scarlet Witch was who wasn't already an obsessive... Right, yeah. That stupid thing with the, the diamond in his chest. What the fuck is the that? Vision. I, I love yeah. the vision. Yeah. No, to be fair, Vision is a well-known character. I have to disagree with you just because I'm an X-Men fan and I've read like X-Men comics, so Scarlet Witch is a character that I've known 
for a while and yeah. just to no, help. See, this is my point. You're the guy who does read the comics. Right, yeah, <laughs> so I know, but, like, other people yeah, don't fight. That's what right. I mean. Like, I'm... I also loved how they were able to retcon that because being a, a comic fan... When they introduced uh, Wanda Scarlet Witch, like they never gave her a name as Scarlet Witch, and she just never had the abilities that she had in the comics. Like she is very, very powerful. And finally, they they retconned a lot of that with the Disney Plus series, and they made her closer to her uh, comic book counterpart, and that was great. And that scene where they called her the Scarlet Witch, like I had tingles throughout my whole body. I'm okay. like, it took like six years for them to do that, but that was still great. Absolutely so. nerd question, since you seem to be tuned in. <laughs> right, yeah. The, the question is, for the Spider-Man No Way Home movie, was mm. it the No Way Home? Yeah, when he went on vacation, whatever, the one with Mysterio. Uh, that was, oh, no, that, that was, was, uh, far, that was away. far from Homecoming. Home. That was home, oh, that Homecoming. Was homecoming. No Way okay. Home is the newest one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Homecoming, right? Homecoming. For Homecoming. When Mysterio was introduced, mm -hmm. There is a version of Mysterio from Universe whatever the fuck number where he is in fact an alien and he comes to help Peter. There's only one good version of Mysterio. Were okay. you so tuned into the pulse that when he said, I am an alien from a different place and these creatures are from there and I come from a different dimension, from a different universe, were you believing him? So, so no, because I didn't, I wasn't aware. I, I know there's multiple versions of um, Mysterio. The one I know the most is Quentin Beck, which is the one that kills himself in a Kevin Smith comic, which is amazing. Guardian, uh, Guardian Devil, I think it's called, which is a Daredevil comic. Highly recommend reading it, but that's the Mysterio I'm aware of. And I know there were Mysterios after him because he kills himself, <laughs> but, um, but I, I never heard the alien angle. I, I wasn't so aware you weren't convinced. You were like, "Oh no, no. this is bullshit." No, I already knew right away. I was like, "No, nah, this is a bad guy. Like, this is a See, villain." You know, here's and I and, thought from the, and, the again, trailer that he might be good for once. And, I'm like, "Wow, did they finally make Mysterio?" And good. if you and if you read Guardian Devil again, because this is one of the greatest like Daredevil comics I've ever read. And uh, so the concept of Guardian Devil is that Mysterio decides he's going to. Um, fuck with daredevil because he's been fucking with spider-man and spider-man just views him as like a b super villain and so he's like i want somebody to recognize me as like a real villain so he's like i'll just pick up this daredevil guy and uh, and in that comic he's very 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 manipulative so they did a little bit of that in uh, um far from home where you get this more manipulative character so i kind of like when I saw that, I was like, okay, this is like, this is Mysterio. He's a manipulator. This is what he does. Oh. No, see, I immediately fell for it. Because <laughs> I was fully aware. I, I didn't know that was a thing. No. That there is a Mysterio who is from another universe and shows up to help Spider-Man. I thought they, they basically intentionally threw that for anybody who knew that. Right, problem. yeah. So that we'd be like, holy shit, no way. This is the one they're doing. I thought he was going to be a bad guy. And then I'm all convinced, oh shit, he's going to be good. He's going to be good in this one. Oh, he's helping Pete. And then he asked for the glasses. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he got me. <laughs> just from the, the thing, I, just from the trailer, I thought, oh my God, maybe he's good. Maybe he's good. And Jake Gyllenhaal did great in that role too. He, yeah. he played a really Man, good list. I, I don't know if anything Jake Gyllenhaal has done where he hasn't been great. True. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I don't know. I never watched fully The Prince of Persia, but that was just probably a yeah. problem. Yeah, that was probably bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I've never seen that, but that was probably bad. Could he do a good Putin 
That would be. You want to you want to cast up? No, you know what? Jake Gyllenhaal would do. Have either of you ever seen the movie um, Nightcrawler by Jake Gyllenhaal? So I I'm aware of that. I have not seen that. The Jake Gyllenhaal movies in my consciousness are like Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. That's Amazing like the big movie. one Donnie that I Darko. know of Jake Gyllenhaal. Him and his sister, no. I think, were both. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh, and Brokeback Mountain. How dare you disrespect? Oh fuck <laughs> right, yeah! Right. I watch that every night. <laughs> every night. <laughs> every night. Every it's night. It's a tradition. <laughs> he has two glasses of absence and Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> Brokeback <laughs> absence. That's how you close the night. You can't go to sleep without no Brokeback Mountain. Damn right, bro. <laughs> but no, watch Nightcrawler for real. I'll have to watch it. Yeah. You will under after you watch that. I'm gonna tell you this first. He will do the greatest joker other than heath ledger's joker really watch nightcrawler and tell me you don't see him destroying that character effortlessly i'll i'll check it out and i'll i'll update you on my opinion on that for sure yes it is 10 out of 10 one of the most twisted dark serious movies he's he's like a stalker or something in that something with a camera right it's a is he like a photographer that's like stalking people no, no, no. He's a reporter. Oh, he's a reporter. Stocktographer. Okay. He's a stockographer. <laughs> so, how you guys feeling, man? How how are you guys feeling about this? Uh, the, the the curtains coming down. Feeling good. Feeling good, yeah. bro. Need a break. Need to get away from this guy for a minute. Yeah. I do my own Jake Gyllenhaal. What's the plan? Like you guys can't. Rob's already got another co-host lined up and everything. I just want civilian life. I want civilian life, and just to just. But like, like we're gonna talk and figure something out and start something new at some point, right? Yeah, Robinson. Two. Slimmer. It's gonna be Robin. Robin well, we were thinking of doing a prequel podcast. Ooh. We want to be the first prequel podcast, so we're gonna come back as Robin Slim. The prequel. No way home. No way home. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be our origins of before we did the Robin Slim show. So it's, I mean, I guess you'd have to change the name. It wouldn't be Robin Slim. It'd no, it will be. It would be. It would be, it would be like, Robin Slim the prequel. The prequel. That's just, <laughs> right, Robin yeah. Slim two the prequel. Rob <laughs> yeah. back mountain. Rob back mountain. <laughs> it's like when there's like a series of of like movies that are chronologically numbered but like the story doesn't follow the chronology yeah. it'd be like one two but three is set in the past four is back in the future and five happened before like two or some shit yeah yeah or we could do Man, where we we could do where like this is our last season but it's not our last season wink Ooh, april fools we're gonna come back april first yeah. uh, next year <laughs> i mean look right that's how you do it you guys got fans you guys got dedicated <laughs> listeners you got a yeah. strong fan base and you're like we're leaving but it was always the plan to come back and because you come back, you come back stronger with more. Oh my God, Robin Slim are back, and the audience doubles overnight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Share Robin Slim came back. Oh my God! But you guys knew that was going to happen. That was part of the plan. You just can't tell people like me because I, no. I, I might tell somebody. Exactly. You keep it house. Wink. No, but in all, in all seriousness, before we let you go, it's you know we did it for eight years, and I think it is uh, I you know it's it's time to end it. And I have a lot of stuff going on in my life. I know. Yeah, you fuck know, this guy. Yeah. Fuck this guy, Jack. Um, Just trying to do some other shit. Trying to do some other stuff. Uh, I have a couple other podcasts. I'm starting. <laughs> now I'm kidding. <laughs> Actually, you know, I started some new shows. I, I started a couple new one. shows. I got to focus on. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, um, Robin said it before. Like, it's th- we're we're ending it all on our own terms, right? Yeah. It's not We're not being forced to end it. We've made this decision to end it now. We feel like we've 
we've done a lot, right? We've gotten a lot out of this, and we feel successful, and and it, it's good to end yeah. it now. Um, I mean, you guys got a particularly like well doing podcast as compared to other shows. Your podcast has high ratings. Your podcast has is ranks in the top what like one percent of all shows. Yeah. It's right. like you guys. You did the work. The work showed itself. Yeah. yeah. So you close the curtain. You call it quits. What is the next step? You take a break for a while. Yeah. Two, three years, a couple of months. Who knows? Mm-hmm. What's next? We don't want to think about it right now, right? Like, I think right now it's it's what's next is a break. And uh, yeah. I think Rob and I yeah. built a creative relationship. And I don't want to make any promises. I know Rob's not going to want to make any promises to tell people, like, we're definitely going to do this thing next or that thing next. But... <clears throat> Um, there's a possibility we might, you know, do something else moving in the for, uh, in the future because we've been doing this for eight years and we've built this creative relationship. But nothing is so definite to right now. Both of you promised to start a show with me. I get it. Nope. <laughs> Jack and Robinson. Jack and Robinson. Jack Robinson. We'll call yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, It's Jack and the Robinson crew. <laughs> the uh, R- RSJ show. Let's do it. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's fucking damn. That's Sounds good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jack, we got to wrap it up, bro. We're going to be able to find you and your fucking awesome show and your awesome radio voice. Well, my awesome radio voice. So you guys can find everything uh, pretty much anywhere you get your podcast. You can find the, uh, the show on the official website, greatthoughts.info, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts for anybody who uses that. You can just search our name on Google and find a bunch of crap. Our Instagram at Just Convo Pod, Twitter at Just Convo Pod, Facebook at Just Convo Pod, TikTok at Just Convo Pod. We, we, we own Just Convo Pod. Just type in Just Convo Pod. You'll find us. Nice. That's what um, I say. Just Google. Google that. The power of Google is immense. Don't yeah. waste it. Don't ungoogle yourself. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you, Jack. It's thank you for, you know, being a part of our show for the past yeah. a couple of years. And friend and thanks friend for having and, me for yeah. the last couple of years, man. You guys are awesome. I love being here. Always great. Shooting the shit, talking unhinged, all the number of times that we've completely gone off into weird unknown waters, like now just talking Marvel for. Uh, I, yeah. I was gonna say, I, I think this was the probably the first uh, conversation we've had that hasn't been like conspiracy. <laughs> tri- I, had it, or... I had it ready to go, but I was like, oh my god, it's Marvel. <laughs> it's my glass. It's my yeah, a little more grounded. Definitely not because it was like very fiction centric but more grounded than the lack of reality behind a conspiracy theory <laughs> love you jack love you guys too man we'll talk soon brah hell yeah uh, I'll the crap out of you guys immediately <laughs> yes. i'll be waiting we'll be back right. for one more one more show one and done get bitches. ready am i a joke to you yes you are a fucking joke you fucking suck you've always sucked you you, you know why we haven't fought in years because you're an embarrassment to me and i don't need you anymore i don't need anybody all i do is eat ass and 69 nintendos bro every day or maybe you hate me because i am the only man to see how far you have fallen i used to fear you respect you now all that's left is pity for a sad drunk shell of a man too afraid to see how alone he truly is 